it makes me so angry when I get a photo back and I don't recognize myself. Or when I notice that they have widened my hips, they've made my, my waist skinnier, or they've like altered my facial structure because I am so proud of how I look. And I am so proud of who I am. Yes. And I love seeing beautiful photos of myself when I can recognize myself. Welcome back to the Model Memo. In this episode, I chatted with model Diana Alvey. We discussed everything of self-confidence, behind-the-scenes experiences of both designers and models, behind-the-scenes realities, as well as the importance of supporting other models. So, let's get the memo. I'm so happy you get to be part of the Model Memo family. I look up to your work so much. I think you're just such a versatile powerhouse in the fashion industry. So, thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And likewise to your work. So, I'm excited. Yeah, no, I'm so excited too. So, to really kick this off, can you just tell us a little bit more about your journey within the modeling industry and just how you got started? Um, my journey with the modeling industry, honestly, it was not on purpose. I do remember, I would say like my earliest memory with modeling and the industry would be in middle school. I want to say around sixth grade, I was walking home from school and me and a bunch of friends were like, let's all practice our runway walk. Like, let's see how we walk. And everybody was walking and then we got to my turn and they all were like, whoa, like you have a catwalk. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I never thought about it again. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, but I, I remember it was something that always kind of stayed in the back of my head, but I never really thought too much about it. And the whole thing really came about because I did a bodybuilding competition in 2018 in the bikini division. And I wanted to do a photo shoot to celebrate. So I did the photo shoot to celebrate. And from there, another photographer reached out and asked to do a photo shoot with me. And then I was working with Adam Delane, Give Me Face. Um, that's his Instagram tag. And I remember talking to him about the photos and I was like, yeah, I really love being in front of the camera. It was amazing, but I don't feel like the photos were as good as what I see. And I really want to find better photographers to work with. And he invited me to his shootout. He had like, um, you know, when photographers like rent a mansion and they bring a bunch of photographers and models in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so he invited me to that, and that was the first time I ever got, like, really good professional photos, and I formally introduced myself as a model. Oh, awesome. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it, it just grew from there. I had no idea what I was doing, and it was just, like, every day, I just take it day by day. Yeah, for sure. That's how it is mm -hmm. in the modeling industry. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, there's yeah. really no guideline. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> No, that's awesome. That's so cool. Did you ever think that you would be walking in like one of my shows professionally from a young age? Or did you always think you were going to do that? You know, how did you be yourself back then versus now? Oh, no, I grew up with such a strict, I grew up in a very strict household. And um, my parents are divorced now, but my father was very religious, very strict, um, literally to the point where like, I couldn't wear stuff above the knee, unless mm -hmm. he was around. And so I never, ever, ever considered this world to be something that would be part of my story. Wow. 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, coming from a strict background, I mean, I, I didn't really come from a strict background, but I can totally see that because, you know, it's kind of like, wow, you know, you're doing something so different. That's not really the norm Mm -hmm. from your family. And yeah, no, that's very cool that you kind of broke out of that. Yeah. It was very scary at first. And there was a lot of uh, tension and turmoil among my family, specifically between my mom and I, when I started modeling and like, um, it, it caused a lot of problems in the beginning, but I, I just kept pushing through because it became such a huge passion of mine and something that made me feel so happy. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you find modeling um, a boost for your self-confidence and your self-esteem? Do you Have you noticed a difference versus before you started modeling, you know, your confidence level and then now? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it had a very positive impact on my self-esteem and my confidence. Um, And I love that you used both words because I think a lot of people use the terms interchangeably and they're two very different things. Very different, yeah. Very different. They're both very wavering um, and and you can have so much self-esteem and very little confidence and vice versa. Right. And I think being in the modeling industry helped a lot. Like it helped really break me out of my shell and build my confidence and give me the tools and the experiences I needed to really believe in myself and know that I could achieve things. Definitely. Yeah. And no, I love all that you said that and really elaborating more on that too. As far as self-confidence, I've always asked every woman on this platform, is your confidence and self-esteem the same or different in front of the lens on a photo shoot or on a runway? In the beginning, they were not the same. I would say I, I definitely looked so confident in front of a lens and on the runway, um, even when I didn't feel that way. And in my day-to-day, I would kind of waver. Like sometimes I would be confident and other times I would feel so small and I think it would show. And over time, they became one and the same. Like I am just as confident in my day-to-day life now as I am on the runway and in front of the camera. But every single time I got to a job and I had the opportunity to showcase that confidence, it just strengthened within me because it felt so natural for me. And um, it, it was crazy for me to like feel those things to get in front of the camera and be like, wow, like I am not scared. I know exactly what I'm doing. I know how to do it. I, I'm doing everything so seamlessly and you just have to take that feeling and translate it into your day-to-day life. Right. Yeah, that's so true. And when you are on the runway, you know, you kind of get in that zone, right? Like that blackout zone. (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. People always ask me, what are you thinking about down the runway? And I'm just like, listen, I take my glasses off. I am not wearing contacts. There's lights. (laughs) I can't, I am thinking of nothing. <laughs> going that ru- like I go down that runway with zero thoughts. <laughs> Just a little zoned in blackout moment. <laughs> oh, I love that. No, I mean that's so relatable. I, I think every model, almost every model that has been on the show has said the same thing. They're like, nope, I just get in the zone. I'm not thinking of anything. I'm not thinking of anyone. I'm just doing my own thing and I'm in my own element and, and I'm in my own zone. And that's I think that's the yeah. best way to be, right? Just embrace the moment. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Even backstage, like before I go on the runway, everybody's normally talking and I'm just kind of off to the side. Yeah. And I'm very quiet and either I have headphones in or I'm just like eyes closed doing breathing exercises and then I just really get into my own world 
Yeah, getting into the element, definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. speaking of fashion designers, we were actually talking about this prior to the show. Um, we wanted to talk about Lola <laughs> with her fashion designer. <laughs> fashion designs, she is a fashion designer, and you actually walked in one of her shows in mm-hmm. your fashion week, um, I believe back in September. And yeah. that was such an iconic show. I will link her information below in case anybody wants to check her out because she is a fabulous mm-hmm. fashion designer. She is just so amazing with every piece that she does. Mm-hmm. Um I have to ask you as one of her models, what was it like walking for her in New York Fashion Week? It was surreal. Um, everything that could go wrong went wrong in that weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, like, no one would have known. Like, if, if you don't talk to her or one of her models about all the things that happen, and I, and all of us had a different experience, of course. Like, nobody ever has the same experience. So true. Um, in an event. And, but... I am close. I, I'm one of the models who's a bit closer to her. So I'm hearing her talk. I'm seeing these things happen firsthand. So like one of the biggest things that happened was all of the pieces that she designed and they finally got sent over. One, they got sent late. Um, so nobody had to, the time to do a fitting before New York Fashion Week. We all just had to show up and hope for the best. Right. And then when we did show up and do the fitting, everything was the wrong size. Mm-hmm. And very few pieces fit very few models and she was up almost all night with her assistant ripping up clothing and fabric and redesigning things and making sure that all of the models had something to wear and that it still reflected her brand which is so badass of her yes and she she really came through for that like I think it was really tough and even makeup artists like the first show, the first night that we had, our makeup artist was not really a makeup artist. And she didn't know that she was showing it. She was hired to come to makeup. So she had very limited tools with her. She didn't have the right color. It was so hot in the basement where they had us waiting. And I ended up kind of stepping in and helping people with their makeup. A lot of models were doing makeup on their own. Um, and then the bigger show that we had with the bureau got interrupted by YouTubers who like crashed the runway. Oh, wow. And Yeah, and we had to just start over and run the entire thing from the very top. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do want to make a note of it, too. It's it's so important to really know that it not every show or not every set is going to have a fashion designer that is so hands-on. And Absolutely Lola, not, yeah. right? And Lola, she, she was hands-on. You know, she cares about the models. Mm-hmm. And that's such a, I don't want to say it's a rarity, but it's not always common in the industry. So to see that and to hear this experience, it's so beautiful because at the end of the day, you know, the modeling industry is a family and we are all a team and we are all on the same, the same sports, the same, the same side. Um, Even, right. Even though, you know, things might happen behind the scenes and we feel, you know, we feel very apart. We feel very different. Mm -hmm. We feel, you know, we're, we're one of the same and it's so important to acknowledge that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and stuff like that, um, instances like that is where I like to preach to models that it's very important that you have the skills that you need that are hired outwards. So like, you need to have good makeup application skills. You need to know how to fix makeup using whatever you have available to you. And you you need to be able to be hands-on and really, because it's not just the designer show, like this is right. your show too. And it's a reflection of your work and your skills as well. 
So be as hands-on as possible and make sure that things go right. Yeah, very important. And just like what you said, there are sometimes, a lot of times, where there are limited supplies backstage or on a set. Um, Absolutely. You know, there are limited hairstylists, there are limited makeup artists. So sometimes, yes, you have to, you know, step in and be your own. Be your own. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Yeah. A lot of times we are our own makeup artists anyways, and we are the ones who know yeah. what looks best on us anyways. So it kind of works mm-hmm. in our favor, you know, if there isn't a hairstylist or you know, um, a cosmetic artist on set, but it's, mm-hmm. it's awesome though. No, I love the, I love all those points that you brought up because, um, that's the reality of it sometimes, you know, that's the reality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's it. <laughs> and on that thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. Definitely. So moving back into your journey, what is something that really inspires you? It could be something outside of modeling. It can be something within the industry. What inspires you? Um, something that inspires me, not just in the fashion industry, but just every single day, I would say is my upbringing and reflecting on, you know, the little me and who I was and how I felt and all of the things that I went through, as well as my mom, like my mom is a huge inspiration to me. And my mom and my younger sister, actually, both of them are huge inspirations to me. But I feel like a lot of the things I do I think of them first and then I think of my younger self and I just move forward from there. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. And I love that you brought up family. Um, mm-hmm. Because family, you know, I can relate to this too. I mean, family for me is the biggest thing. And mm-hmm. I think just having family or friends support, you know, or mm-hmm. really anyone's support because um, anybody can be your family, blood or not. Um, Absolutely. You know, it makes a big difference to have the good support system around you, you know, especially in the modeling world, you know, because just like we were saying, I mean, there is a lot of judgment. There is a lot of, you know, preconceived notions. Um, and that can be hard to really navigate, especially on your own. So when you mm-hmm. have a great support system around you, it makes a huge difference. Yeah, agreed. So they're definitely my biggest inspirations in everything that I do. Um, specifically to the modeling industry, I, my biggest inspiration is every time I have a conversation with another model and they tell me that something I said or something they saw me do inspired them or helped them change the trajectory of their career or their goals. Because I do have these conversations often and I do get messages very often from other models who ask me, like, like they'll send me videos of their walk and they'll be like, please give me feedback. Like, I'm struggling here. How do I fix it? And I'll give them the feedback or I'll do like FaceTime and Zoom calls with them um or even if they're they're just not sure where to go and they just have a question and I answer it and then they'll reach out to me recently I want to say back in May I did a FaceTime call with a model she's new to the industry we worked on posing for about 45 minutes she reached out to me a few months ago and said she got signed in New York and I was like that's incredible that's awesome <laughs> so proud of you. yeah like tears like teary-eyed moment <laughs> and all of those moments are also a really big inspiration to me yeah, no, I love that. It's so true, you know, just being able to be a mentor towards other models. Yeah. And yeah, that's 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 where like it comes from. You know, a lot of times we do learn from ourselves, but we also learn from other people, especially in this industry. Yeah. So yeah, I love I love that you that you have all that um that that knowledge to give out and you know it's it's important because you know, there's a lot of models out there that are gatekeepers and they will not tell you. <laughs> Oh my God! Yes. Anything? Yeah, yes. yeah. You know what I'm talking about, girl. I do. You know what I'm saying? 
I do because I have been that model that is so lost and I like reach out to someone and I ask them and I either don't get a response or I get something so vague that doesn't answer the question and I'm like come on like help a sister out you know (laughs) yeah no I mean it's it's uh you know I'm not a huge fan of gatekeeping I think you know at the end of the day we're all on the same mountain just climbing different trails you know Mm -hmm. so if you want to give someone, you know, a little boost, give someone a boost, you know, it's not going off your back. <laughs> it doesn't take anything away from you and your success. If anything, it adds. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, definitely. Yes. I love, I love all that. It's important. It's important. You know, and I think a lot of, speaking on this topic as well, I think a lot of models are kind of scared to reach out as well. Um, they are. Right. And reach out, you know, reach out. It's not going to yeah. hurt you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard people like after they reach out to me and they're just like, oh my God, you, I was so intimidated to reach out to you. You're so much nicer than I thought. Like you gave me more advice than I ever would have expected more than I asked for. And I'm like, I'm so sorry that the industry gave you that impression (laughs) that it's intimidating to reach out to other models, but like, just do it because the answer is always no, if you never ask. Exactly. Exactly. I love, I love the way you put that. Yeah. And, you know, it might be intimidating reaching out to just someone that maybe you follow on Instagram that you don't personally know, but, mm-hmm. you know, also networking, you know, genuine networking to, you know, yeah, get a good group of models around you. Um, and don't be afraid to ask questions because at the end of the day, we're all learning. You could be the top supermodel in the world, or you could just have booked your first gig or just got signed to your first agency. Yeah. Um, we're all learning. Everyone's and- learning no matter what. Yeah, and we all took a different path. Like like I like we both said, none of us knew what we were doing in the beginning. And there's yeah. one way to get to where you want to go. There's endless ways. Endless. Yeah. Yeah. Very well said. Very well said. We are going to move on to rapid fire questions. Are you yeah. ready? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Describe your personality. I would say um, very grounded. I have a very grounded personality and very easygoing. Something I had to work on growing up was actually showing more emotion. (laughs) (laughs) When I talk about the things that I'm passionate about um, and I, I get told often that I'm very calm and very mellow. And I see that in myself every single day, actually. Yes. Yeah. I feel the same way. I'm more mellow. I feel like when I was younger, I was a lot more energetic and I feel like I'm finally mm-hmm. mellowing out now in my mid twenties. <laughs> yeah. I um, have, I've always been mellow. My mom told me even as a kid, like I literally was a very quiet, very just existent kid. And I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. But also um, fearless and extroverted. I, I'm very bold. I, I take risks and I am not afraid to do things that I might be scared of. Yes. Um, yeah. And my mom said that that has been something that I've shown in my personality, even as a child. Like I was not afraid to talk to strangers. I was not afraid to like run up and ask for things that I wanted. Um, and it has shown in my life too, like in getting up and leaving Tampa and moving across the country, not knowing anyone. And just because, because I just needed to do that. Yeah. And you give me such like determined vibes as well. Like that's just like what you give me. Like you give me like very oh, yeah. motivated. Yeah. Very Definitely. like when my mind is set on something, you will not change my mind. Like I will yep. see it all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I, I get those vibes from you so hard. Like, I, I get, like, motivated queen, like, determined, <laughs> like, Thank you. very driven. Like, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, definitely, it's a compliment for sure. <laughs> if you could change anything in the modeling industry, what would it be and why? Oh, there are so many things I would change, but <laughs> I would say the one thing, and this, I will die on this hill. I would change digital retouching guidelines. It makes me so angry when I get a photo back and I don't recognize myself or when I notice that they have widened my hips, they've made my my waist skinnier or they've like altered my facial structure because I am so proud of how I look and I am so proud of who I am and I love seeing beautiful photos of myself when I can recognize myself and it is so it's just so detrimental to the confidence and the self-image of other women as well to see those things and to forget that it's not real. Yep. Yeah. I, I can't say it better. Yeah. Yeah. That is something that I would absolutely change. Like, I just think there needs to be some kind of guideline in the industry about what you can and can't do. I totally agree with you. Cause a lot of times Mm -hmm. you'll get photos back and you look at that photo and you'll be like, wait, I said that, or like, I, I took that picture. I didn't, I don't remember taking that picture because you don't even remember yourself or you don't remember taking that yeah. picture because you don't look like yourself. And you're just like, oh, oh yeah, who is this person? Like, I, di- I didn't take this photo. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I have grilled plenty of photographers for changing how I look too drastically. And I'm like, this isn't me. So change it or you're not allowed to post this. I'm never going to post this. I will block yep. you. I don't yeah. care. I totally agree with you. Yeah, it's so it's so important too because a lot mm-hmm. of women, and I'm sure you're not the only one that you can relate to this, but you know I've been in that position as well where I'll get photos back from a photographer and they'll change my eye color or my hair color or something won't be myself, and yeah. it's offensive because it you know you, you kind of look back at yourself. And you're like, wait, why did why did they feel the need to change that though? I think that's a great feature that I have. I think that's a great hair color or eye color I have. Why did why did they need to change it? <laughs> you Absolutely. Know what I mean? Like if that's the feature you wanted, then look for a different model who has the features don't change me exactly exactly yeah definitely I totally agree with that it's it's a weird Mm -hmm. industry too because I feel like especially now since AI and all this stuff is coming out you know the technology business side of this is just becoming you know very very problematic I had an interview with someone two weeks ago talking about AI (laughs) (laughs) and what might need to be put in place to make people feel comfortable and I was like nothing yeah 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 exactly (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. You know, I I mean, we could talk for hours and hours about this, but yeah, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I do. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. What are some of your life goals? Life goals? um, Honestly, I used to have very specific life goals, like to be wealthy or to do X, Y, Z. And I have gotten to an age now where I want to be happy and present I want to travel the world and I want to take care of my family and make sure that that connection and love is always in my life not just with family but with whoever my partner ends up being with my future kids um, with my friends and just with anyone I encounter in life yeah I love that I love all what you said on that too I mean I, I agree with that as well um, it's all about like building, right? Like building genuine connections and then also evolving yeah. while, bin- while building those genuine connections. Yes. Um, like we're constantly evolving, especially as women and especially as models. Like we're mm-hmm. constantly evolving. And 
just like what I said before, like there is a lot of judgment that's attached to that, but it's mm-hmm. just about trusting the process, you know, and oh, just yeah. doing what you want to do despite or no matter what anybody says, you yeah. know, like wear the damn jacket, wear the shoes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like that's a, It's funny. That's a conversation I have with my younger sister. She's 13 and she'll yeah. always come into my room and be like, does this look OK? Is it nice? And I'm like, well, how do you feel? Yeah. <laughs> that's always my first question back to her is like how do you feel wearing this and just think yeah. about that yeah yeah it's all about it's all about what you want you know mm-hmm. um you know we're we're our own like trendsetters ourselves <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah screw yeah, the trends yeah it's our own we are our, our own canvases for sure mm-hmm. and lastly who is your dream client I really want to work with Versace. That's yes. a really big dream client of mine. I don't know what it is about them, but I have just always, always wanted to work with them. And I see their work. I see the designs, the shoes, and the way they style their models. And it is so beautiful. Um, so I, I would love to work with them. I also want to be in a Sephora campaign. I want to work with Huda Huda Beauty, I would say, is like a big one I want to work with just because, you know, I'm Arab. um, She's Arab. I like, I feel like very connected to her just culturally. And I love the backstory of how she built her company. Um, And another one, I don't have a specific one to this, but I just want to work with a quiet luxury brand. That's it. Like any of them. I think they're all so beautiful. And I love the silent statements that they make and how classic and timeless all of them look. And it those would be my dream clients. Oh, I love all that. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. I could totally see you in like a Sephora ad or like an Ulta ad for sure. <laughs> I want to so badly. And that is one of my biggest goals for 2024 is to get in one national campaign, like a national beauty campaign and um, to do one magazine cover, something that reaches the Middle East specifically. Like I want my people to see someone who looks like that. Yes. No, that's beautiful. No, I I love all you said on that too. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think to just being proud of your roots, but also wanting to incorporate your roots in your passion is just so like, like, it's so incredible. Yeah. And it's so empowering. And it's so like, because when I was young, I didn't think that it was possible for an Arab woman to be where I am, you know, so it's empowering to be able to show them that we can be here. Yeah, it's beyond empowering. Yeah, absolutely. No, congratulations on on all that, by the way, on your goals, too, because I think we can never stop dreaming about our goals. I think we always will just stick to one goal, right? But it's so awesome that you have multiple clients, because (laughs) that's just amazing, you know? Thank you. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Diana, for joining the Model Memo. This has been such an iconic conversation and just such an empowering one, too. And I feel like Mm -hmm. so many models and other girls or women who are listening to this are going to take so much from this episode. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. And likewise, it was so empowering to talk to you. And I do hope that some of what I said can empower other models.